Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I guess Adrian's uh, the neighborhood thug. I don't know. Bro, man. <laughs> Adrian, 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 can you hear us? Adrian. We can hear you, Adrian. <laughs> can y'all hear me? Yes. We can hear you. Uh-oh. Oh, I got no. that Drina internet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh my goodness. What in the world? What in the yes, world? I'm gonna come out and come back in. I don't know what. Didi, hey. give me Cruella Deville. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Yes. yes. Loud and clear. How come I can't hear y'all? Oh God. Huh. Get her on Halloween. Audio. Look at Minnie over there. Okay, Minnie Mouse. That's probably Y'all come over here on, on Instagram over to Facebook or YouTube and join the show. Join the show. Mm. Adrian, you still can't hear us? Oh, Lord. Well, for those of you who do not know who we are, we are the Breaking Barriers podcast. We are live. We've been on hiatus for a week, so we are back in full effect. Various. I, I don't know what's going All on right. with my, the co-host, um, why he can't hear us. Hopefully he'll... Uh... I can hear y'all now. Oh, you can hear it? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Drina said you dressed up as bro man. Yeah, from the, four, <laughs> the flow. <laughs> is, that your birth, is that your birthday gift behind you, Adrian? Oh, y'all can see that? What? I don't see it. Oh, yes, Anna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I told you. I love it. I, I, <laughs> hey, I'm, about, <laughs> I'm over here like because one of the one of the gym memberships I have is strictly because of the sauna. I'm now I'm like I'm about to kick this thing to the curb. I don't, I don't even need to go down there. Go right here, right behind me. Yeah, that uh, that sauna. I gotta set it up in here though. I mean, it's set up, but I gotta reorganize now. <laughs> okay. Did you get the floor, the wood floor? Yep. Yeah. So I got the floor to go in it. Got the nice little chair. I got a foot massager as well that I sit in there with. Yeah, man, I'm fancy. I'm fancy. I'm fancy. Oh, you got hooked up, hooked up. You know what I'm saying? I'm fancy. All right. Oh, we're going then. Go ahead, Deb. You show that. <laughs> well, I will introduce us so that we can get this show on the road. So we got some things to talk about. I will start with my amazing co-host, Mr. Adrian Taylor, a.k.a. Bro man from the fifth floor. <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. GC, you already know. And then we have our lovely over there in her costume, Miss Drina, a.k.a. Drina Dream. A.k.a. Drina finds out. Find it out, honey. Find it out. Yes, sir. And then we have our host who's serving us real Cruella DeVille, Cruella Didi, realness, Miss Didi, Miss AKA. The core queen. AKA. Miss DeVille, if you're nasty. Mm. 
Um, if we before we get started, I would like to send out a huge congratulations to Mr. GC himself, Adrian, new daddy to a new baby girl. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. We ain't even. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We ain't talked about it. You want me to tell the story real quick? Yes. Hey, Adriel. Say hey. Hi. You know what? You just a mean child. Hi. You gonna say hi? <laughs> rude. The I'm second one always the rude one. They're rude. You gonna speak? You gonna say hey? <laughs> you got the straight face, like yeah, whatever. I'm no. just here to chill with Papa. No. Okay. So um, we heard the birth was adventure. Yeah. So I uh, you know. <laughs> Debbie, um, I, I, um, she told me she was like, "Hey, um, I think you need to go pick up the boys because I think I think I'm about ready to go to the hospital." So I was like, "Okay, cool." So I get in the car, I drive, go swoop them both up. On my way back, I'm probably like a couple minutes from the house. Her mom texts me like, "I think she's ready to go to the hospital now," and I'm like, "Okay." So I come. When I come, she's already at the door. So the boys go in the house, and she gets in the car. And uh, we, we're going. So, mind you, the, the hospital is about 25 to 30 minutes away, give or take. And so it's like, okay, so we in the car, we ride. I say probably 15 minutes into it, she like, we ain't going to make it. You're going to have to pull over. And I'm like, you know, yeah, whatever. All right. You know, so I keep driving. She like, yeah, you're going to have to pull over, call 911. And like a typical man, I'm like, man. Can you hold it? Like, <laughs> right, right. Can you hold it? We almost there. Like, what you talking about? Like, no, my body is instinctively pushing. You need to pull over. I'm like, are you sure? And I'm like, and she like, yeah, go on, pull over and call 911. So I was like, okay. So I, I went on, pulled over and called 911 and, you know, told them what was going on. And so they was like, okay, we're going to send an ambulance. And, uh, and so it's like, okay, probably within five minutes, she was like, the baby coming and, and ready to start and ready to push the baby out. Like the baby coming now. And I'm like, you sure? She's like, yeah. And I look and oh my goodness, the head was peeking his way. So it's like, oh, I had to grab the baby. You know, I pulled her, put her on her chest. And then, and, um, you singing to him? You singing to him? Sing it, baby. You gonna sing to him? You mm -hmm. a little shouting? <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, pulled pulled the baby out, put her on her on her chest, went in the back because you know, of course, we had bags, and grabbed one of my t-shirts, wrapped her in the t-shirt, and we sat there and waited till the ambulances and and uh, per, uh, personnel got there. So we had right there in the car. Um, it's crazy, brand new car. And blood everywhere. Like I had to get a detail, but yeah, blood was everywhere. It looked like a bloodbath, like somebody was murdered um, in the car. But uh, yeah, we had the baby right there in the car. We didn't even make it. So I feel kind of weird because they brought two ambulances in. So they put one, you know, Debbie in one, and then the baby in one. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I put my baby in. You know, I'm, I'm thinking like movies, right? Um, you know, somebody might try to switch the baby or take the baby because yeah. you know we don't have you know because now they put the little the right. thing, I don't know what you call it yeah. right but the 
magnetic bracelet that yeah. matches you, Debbie, and the baby. And, you know, we ain't got none of that. And I'm like, what? So they could tell that I was looking kind of crazy. So they was like, well, I tell you what, just put your blinkers on and just follow us there. Um, or, you know, you can leave your car here uh, <laughs> and uh, and just ride. But it's like, you know, it'd be easy. Just put your blinkers on and follow us. So that's what I did. And it was crazy, you know, them taking this baby like this big on the stretcher, rushing through the hospital. Like, you know, yeah, it was pretty funny. But yeah, man, it was, you know, the, the joke was you, you picked the wrong profession, man. You know, you should have been a doctor delivering babies out here. You know, How so. was that, Adrian? How was that experience for you? Um, it was different, but you know, like everybody asked me, I'm like, I didn't have any time to really react. You know what I'm saying? To freak yeah. out because think about it. Within 15 minutes, she's pushing the baby out. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I gotta grab the baby. I gotta, I gotta get it. I gotta, you know, <laughs> take her and everything and, and oh make sure God. that she's right. So it was more of a protective mode that came in than a freak out yeah. mode. So. I didn't oh. have time. I think if I would have had time to freak out, I probably would have, but I really didn't have time to freak out. That's a beautiful, crazy story. <laughs> right. So I always have that story that I delivered my daughter. Yep. Wow. What a way to enter the world. Yes, baby girl. Yes. Speaking of baby girls, we got to also congratulate Dee Dee because she's having a little grandbaby, a granddaughter. <laughs> yep. I can't wait. She's a, when, she's she, a, when is she due? March? March 31st. Okay, March 31st. Okay. She's already spoiled rotten. She has a purse already. Aww. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, I told my daughter to relax. Relax on Relax with the purchases, ma'am. Relax. I'm Who's going to tell you to relax, Didi? Right. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm good so far. I just want to get her this ridiculous stroller that I'm going to get her next week. Oh goodness! And, and, and before we go any further, can we talk about how Didi been picking on me with her posts, throwing jab <laughs> what at I my old daddy's self? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did why why she been picking on me, man? Well, like, you know, in our forties and others are having babies, tagging you got me. Newborn, I got a grandbaby. We in our forties, yeah. like, Damn. Life is crazy right now. Then a son <laughs> talking about, I feel like a father of three. I'll be cutting <laughs> out here doing the yard work. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, what? Talk about my life, huh? Listen, it's, it's, it's spooky times right now. You want a baby? Who? You had a grandbaby. Yeah, now, now I don't feel so bad about my decisions early. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Didi. I'm like, oh, because there's people definitely. Ain't no way. I couldn't imagine getting no kindergarten already. Who? But what's crazy right now is they have people who had them early, and I know a girl, she's starting over right now. I'm mm -hmm. like, baby, this is a nightmare. I don't know how they, now that, that, I don't understand. Now, if you start early, okay, or you start late, but to start early and then having 17, 18 year olds, 19 year olds, I think I even know somebody that got a 21 year old with a baby. Mm. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy having an almost 13 year old with a baby. Yeah. I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, let's get into these trending topics here, people. 
So we in, you know, the NFL, we always got to talk about the NFL because what? Because what? Because who's seven and one. one in the league? <laughs> what? Fly, Eagles fly. Seven and one, baby. What? I be hating on my team. See? See, you crazy, see? No, ma'am. Yeah, my Eagles is out here showing out. We ain't playing that good, though, but we seven and one. We be cutting up. We got to play them stinking behind Cowboys this weekend. Pray for me and my family. That should be a good one. Pray for me and my sanity in this house with my son. Oh, yeah. Cowboys fan. And my neighbor is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Didi, the post where all the men to avoid, and then you said the Cowboys fans should be number one. It should be number one. How's that number 29? Should be number one. You're a cowboy. <laughs> I would never date a Cowboys fan. Never. Oh my God. <laughs> He's a good man, Savannah. No. No. Mm -mm. Have you been watching any of the uh y'all been watching in the NBA games? I you know I don't watch NBA until playoffs. Oh yeah, I've been Hi. watching the Bucks. The Bucks look good. Um Denver look really good. Um yeah, so I mean, everybody else. Eh. Then I don't know. I don't know what the big deal about this James Harden trade is, because James Harden ain't done nothing in about three years. So well, I mean, the big deal for Philly man. is that he's being a prick in Philly, and we just yeah. want him to go. Right now, now he uh the Clippers problem, and I I think what Philly did was seeing how the team was without him. They don't need him. Um, cause Maxi be you know coming into his own, so uh -huh. he been playing pretty solid ball. Yeah. So they don't they don't need him no more. I mean, especially yeah. playing the way he played last year. Right. It's a, like it's over. I don't watch I don't watch basketball till the playoffs. <laughs> it's too many games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I typically don't like get deep into it until football season kind of over with. So yeah. which around the All Star All Star time because February, um, you know the Super Bowl. So that's typically when I start watching more basketball. I watch the game, but that's when I kind of get into it. But yes, yeah, uh, Denver looking pretty good. Warriors looking pretty good. Bucks looking good. I mean, you know, main teams. Philly looking pretty good. Um, you know what team nobody ever say look pretty good? The Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> the Pelicans. <laughs> I, I just feel like the Charlotte Hornets have just made some horrible decisions when it came to picking players you know they pass up so many times on great players and the only one that in in recent years that's been any good is Lamelo. but Lamelo he's been pretty hurt you know he can't stay on the court uh now when he is on the court he, he he's a handful but he got to stay on the court other than that all the picks that they had missed and they yeah. would pick right around the best players in the league and just pass on them yeah, yeah. I know the Pelicans. Like you know, they always get good players, but they don't have like anybody working with them. And it's like they come down here and buy their time out so they can get traded to another team. And I mean, when Zion came, and that's all everybody in the city was talking about. And then he got down here eating that good Southern cooking. <laughs> right, got big as all outside. <laughs> so yeah. Mm hmm. 
Well, we're going to get to the topic that's been ongoing for like two weeks now. It has been replicated in different formats, but the original list, I just call it the list of men that women say they won't date or places you can no, places you can't take a woman on the first date. That's what it was. Yeah. And it's all stemmed from that fake video. If y'all didn't know it was a spoof video of the yeah. lady who said she wouldn't go to the Cheesecake Factory for a date. Full disclosure, I like Cheesecake Factory. They got the best miso salmon. Their brown bread is fire. And their margaritas is off the chain. So there's my shameless plug. Um, I don't have a problem with Cheesecake Factory. Um, but yeah, this list is just so aggravating. It is. First of all, we don't even have a cheesecake factory down here. We don't have one. The closest we have is a cheesecake bistro in New Orleans. But yeah, I mean, I like. I think people just make those lists trying to get people riled up. Like you said, it's been going on for two weeks now. But like, girl, really? Yeah, yeah. absolutely right. A bunch of the Lulu Dizzy Doras. That's exactly what they are. Slow ass girls, and, oh, wow. and I think it also stems from the, this generation of just these entitled chicks who really just going out for free meals. They're not going out. They don't like these people. They they're not going out to get to know nobody. They just going out to get free food. Right, like that girl with them forty eight oysters, baby. That forty eight oysters is wild. That was. I think the restaurant paid her to do that. I really oh did. my god. Emotional. How yeah, would you? Right. Would you I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, like you said, to me, if it's one thing of taking you somewhere you're allergic to, right? Or mm -hmm. taking you to <laughs> Taco Bell, oh, yeah. uh, you know, McDonald's, stuff like that. But the first date is, is really to get to know you. So if you're not cool with just going to Applebee's or going to, now, like I said, this is the first date. I, I wouldn't even really expect to eat like that because it's, it's the first date. A couple drinks and maybe some appetizers. Um, or, you know, being able to go to a restaurant where you just have a couple drinks and appetizers, right? So mm -hmm. whether it is a, a higher-end restaurant, mm -hmm. but feeling like, oh, he broke or he cheat because he like, hey, we're going to have a couple drinks and some appetizers right. for happy hour. Um it's crazy to me. It, it is absolutely crazy. But I mean, there are women out there that do think like that. I, well, I didn't go on dates with them, but I've had that kind of like, oh, if we don't go to this type of place, then we not, we not going out. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time. Good luck really? with that. Crazy. Um, yeah, nah, because I tried that. You know what I mean? And, and then you realize it's just like on the flip side for women. You know, you you take a woman to this restaurant and this date and you spend three hundred, four hundred dollars mm -hmm. and you're like, I don't even like her. Like and, and now, you know, which is real, like you feel invested to keep talking to her. Mm. Yeah. You don't like her, but you feel invested because on the first date I spent four hundred dollars. I am not wasting four hundred dollars and not talking to her no more. That's mm. great. So now you just talking to her because you're invested. And typically, what? Once y'all get there, you eventually slowly fade on. 
Mm-hmm. And I think women don't understand that. Like the, the best thing I feel for women, unless you've been talking, right? It's, so let's let's keep it clear. Like it's a difference if you've been talking and y'all just haven't gone out, right? Because y'all mm-hmm. develop some type of feelings for each other. But right. somebody you, just, you met yesterday, the day before or whatever, and it's like, hey, let's set up a date. Like you should want to do the, the lightest thing possible because right. you don't want to end the feel invested. Now, y'all been talking for a couple months and just haven't connected. That's totally different because if he waiting a month or two to take you out and y'all been like in communication consistently, he like you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's a different situation. But yeah, somebody you just met and it's like, oh, I'm trying to get to know you. Let's hang out. Go somewhere like because some guys are like, hey, I'm, I'm invested now. So whether I like you like that or not, I'm going to continue to talk to you because I'm invested. And eventually I'm going to fade. <laughs> I I feel like I can't imagine like being a man and always hearing women. I want a man to plan something. I want to do this, and then I plan something. And you're like, what? That's where you want to take me? Like, mm-hmm. because on the other hand, you have women who like like me. I hate. They're like, well, what you want to do? Well, we can meet up. Where you want to go? What you want to do? So if I have a man be like, hey, let meet me here at this time. Like whatever. Like, oh, cool, whatever. Like he didn't set this up. You know, thought about it. Let's go. I'm good with that. But to complain when they plan it and then to complain when they don't plan it, like what you really want? What do you want them to do? <laughs> Some they people don't feel do. like it's cheap. You know, so you could come up with something that's thoughtful and it's cheap, but it's like now you're doing the math like, oh, it's thoughtful, but this dude literally only spent about 60 bucks. But people like that are weird to me. Like that is so weird. Because if you're not, if if I go somewhere, even if I go on a date, even if a man says something up and we get there, and he decides he ain't gonna pay for me. I never order anything I don't have the money to pay for, in case this goes completely left, and he like I'm not paying for this. So to just want to get get over on somebody. Because you want to take your picture and be able to post it on Instagram that you at this restaurant like that. That is real trash behavior to me. Yeah, that's city girl behavior. That's I can't afford to go to this restaurant. So I'm going to try to scam some dude out of his money so he can take me because I can't afford it anyway. So I'm going to just play him. Because I know he liked me. I don't like him. But I'm going to get And these I women go on multiple dates like. They go on lots of dates like throughout the week to get free meals from multiple different guys. I try to I try to be thoughtful, right? And so I, I, I give you all a story. Cause it was it was a nice day, and I was like, okay. Um, it's probably about 70, 75. So nice, cool day. I was like, okay, we do a picnic. Um, and so went and got Chipotle, right? But how I did it was too, was like I had it separated. So it wasn't just like a Chipotle bowl, it was like I had the rice, I had the beans, you know, so it's kind of a spread. So you can kind of pick, I had the tortillas, you know, so you could kind of put it together, got a bottle of wine, we sit here in this picnic and eat and talk. Nice day, you know what I mean? Nice, cool day, not hot. So you ain't got to worry about sweating, nothing like that. And, it, and then it was like, oh, this is thoughtful. I was told like, oh, this is something you do when you together. And I'm like, I was, I was trying to, you know, think outside the box. Like, I like it, but we ain't together yet. This is something you do for your girlfriend, you know? And I'm like... She ain't like you. 
Right. That's that's the only yeah. thing I can take because it's like yeah. it's like okay, like yeah, because the, the truth of the matter is, you know, some women are looking for a meal. It's stupid and crazy as it sounds. Mm -hmm. Some women want that, want that experience that you know, taking those pictures and posting. I mean, of course, we see it all the time. You post them, but you ain't post who you with. It's, it's funny because I mess with some of my homegirls, like, who you with though? I, I see you posting this 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 place, this high-end <laughs> restaurant, yep. but you're posting it by yourself and it's food. Who you with? Ha 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 ha. Exactly. Some women <laughs> want a meal and not really trying. And, and it's it, you know, it's the same thing on both sides. You know what I mean? Like some men, hey, they only want one thing. Some women only want a meal. They ain't really looking for nothing serious so it's like i want to date i want something i can floss not on my dime and post it and it, it's sad I, if i was a woman i would never i would never go out with a man if i wasn't especially like that if, if, if a man took me to a high-end restaurant like there's no way i would let him pay for me if i know that i don't even see him like that like yeah. i'm not even going right yeah. i'm not even going like i'm not going with somebody I'm not interested in no. if I'm like, no, why would I even waste my time? I'm not I'm even old. entertaining you with the conversation. Like, and I know a few weeks back we talked about blind dates. Even if I go on a blind date and I get there and I'm not feeling the person, or if I feel like he might not be feeling me, I don't want him to pay for my food because I don't want him to be like, ah, oh, she just won't, you know, I don't even want you to pay for my stuff because I don't want you to think nothing else is, you know, anything else about it. But yeah, people are weird. And that list I, is weird. I don't, see, I don't see how people, yeah, accept the date, go out with it on a date with people, and they don't have any intentions of seeing where it could possibly go. And that's why that was one of the main reasons why, too. I was like, if, if you're willing to go sit in Dave and Buster's and have some appetizers and some drinks with me, like you want to see where this go you know what i mean you start to 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 switch things up and it's like oh no nah, i'm not doing that like well you're not you're not interested in me because if i throw something out there right if anybody if anybody is a man he throws something out there say hey you know let's do this if you want to talk to him and that's not something you into you'll be like that's not really my thing but you're going to give him a suggestion because you're going to show him like that's not really my thing but I, I do want to get to know you. So let me throw some some ideas or some hints of some things that I do like and you choose from there. Cool. Perfectly fine. But I've had that situation where it's like, oh, you're not going to take me to McCormick and Schmidt. You're not going to take me to Ruth Chris. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm not. So, yeah, if you really in, enjoy somebody or you, you would be OK with going to get ice cream with them and sitting and talking and seeing if y'all mesh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so weird. Yep. Well, we don't care about the stupid list. These chicks are going to be forever. <laughs> they going to be just big backs because they go in all these restaurants with different men. They're going to be ran through. They're going to be pick me's in their 50s because ain't nobody going to want them because they're just going to be done for. He's gonna be done for. Hey, this is weird, weird behavior from a come uh, a whole generation. Like yeah. it's weird that they even their thought process is like this. Like this is normal, as if they're gonna be young forever. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just... These your peoples, man. 
Well, um, I don't know if y'all have, Darina, I'm glad you um, suggested this next topic and I'm glad that I actually went and took the time and watched this interview. I must say that I was uh, touched, hurt, and enlightened in this in this interview. It was a lot going on. So if you haven't seen the Drink Chance uh, Kodak Black interview, um, I, I think people should watch it. If you've had any type of... Um, idea in your mind about Kodak Black, um, any opinion about him, if you ever judged him, I think you should watch this interview. Um, I was deeply saddened watching this interview because this young man is not only a genius, he put me in the mindset of DMX on that level of genius and, and um, he, he, he's a chosen one. You can tell he's a, one of God's chosen people but he is severely addicted to drugs. And you can tell he is fighting demons so bad, so bad. And th the things that he's saying, if you listen closely to what he's saying, that is one smart dude. Yeah. He is very smart and he has been let down so bad. And he, you can tell at the end of the day, what I got from it, he just want to be loved. And people just let that boy down so, 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 so terribly bad. And that that interview really broke my heart, but it also opened my eyes to how much of a genius he really is. Yeah, I, I, I feel like a lot of people took him for granted, like lyrically, just because he seemed like, you know, he was doing, you know, he was just out here making music, you know, not really talking about nothing. But to me, like when I heard him on Kendrick's album, I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, that's when, but when I watched the interview, I was like, I wonder what the, I wonder if anybody pulled him to the side afterwards to talk to him about, like, you could tell in parts of that interview, he was out mm -hmm. of it. Like, he was high on something. And I'm like, is it a cry for help? But I, I think you're right, Didi. Like, a lot of people in his generation, I mean, people, period. People want to be loved. They, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of us just come from effed up backgrounds yeah. and ended, you know, bad hands at life. And what do you do? You turn to you know, advice. And now that, that's, mm -hmm. unfortunately, a lot of times that's a people's downfall. People like him who are, you know, geniuses like that. Yeah. So I just hope that those men who have been in hip hop so long, like um, Noriega and everybody, mm -hmm. put them to the side and like try to give him some type of coaching. Yeah. Because you can tell when, whenever they mention somebody that really loved him or really supported him he lit up like a christmas tree he was excited to talk about it. he was he was his he articulated clearly when it was something that hurt him deeply he started to mumble and he would break down you could you could hear like uh-uh that's where you could tell somebody really hurt him bad yeah so it was it was so sad to watch that man it's like but that dude like and then like just listening to him going to a freestyle so easily like yo, this dude remind me so much of DMX. It's crazy. The boy is talented. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch it. Um, I guess because I ain't I ain't really heard you know too much about it, so I hadn't really I hadn't watched it because I hadn't even really seen no clips. And typically, uh, Dream Champs uh, interviews I've seen clips, but I'm, I'm gonna go and watch it. I think they're trying to protect them. 
because yeah, he, I, I like Kodak. I like music. You, you know, I always told y'all, like, out of the young dudes, I rock with Kodak. I, yeah. I like his music. Um, yeah, so. I think they, they showed a few clips, but I think they're trying to protect. He did most of the interviews standing up because he couldn't sit still. Um, he was it, it, he was extremely high, extremely yeah. high. He was even rolling blunts on the show. He was answering FaceTimes on the show. I think they were trying to protect him. But if you actually take the time to watch that interview and they actually people <laughs> commenting, they were saying like out of all the interviews Kodak's done, this is the first interview where he actually did an interview. We actually was talking to people, talking to him. Because other interviews, he really don't engage with people. He don't talk to them. Hmm. So, yeah, Nori, uh, give and give Nori his flowers because that dude was a he was great. Yeah, he made sure that he didn't. He he understood what was happening, but he made sure he kept it professional and he kept it going. Because that had to be a hard interview to do. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was good. Good job, Drip Champs. And this is why, Carisha, please do not deserve no awards over Drink Champs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how she went. I mean, I, I like it. You know, I like what she does, but I don't. She doesn't. I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, and I, I definitely rock with Charlemagne on this. Like, she don't do it enough. You know what I mean? what, once every few months is when she do one, like, and you're winning? That makes absolutely no sense. And she's just yeah. talking about catty shit. Pretty much. We're going to skip on over to our icebreaker topics. Um, she said, oh, Carisha. Um, so, <laughs> since it's Halloween, what Halloween costumes are you tired of seeing? Spider-Man, sorry, I know your kids are Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> I think every kid is Spider-Man all the time. You say Spider-Man, no, that's fine. Um, I mean, it's hard because kids love, I don't know what it is with the infatuation with Spider-Man for kids, um, but they love it. For me, um, I'm seeing a lot of old people. A oh, lot of people man. dressed up as old people and you like, yeah. And I guess for me, it's like, that's not really a character. <laughs> so it's like to see people dressed up like old people. It's like, I, all right. And uh, like, like a princess or something. I'm like, snooze. Um, <laughs> mine is because I just think it's so creepy. Clown. I hate seeing clowns. <laughs> No. I hate when people dress up as clowns. I'm not afraid of clowns, but you remember when people were like walking in front of people, like cars, like the crazy clown people were walking down the streets. It was like all over the news. Like they would just appear out in traffic. Like no, it was man. a thing down here. I was like, listen, if a clown walk out in front of me, I'm hitting it. I'm hitting, I'm hitting them and I'm keeping going. Nah, they do that shit in Philly if they want to. <laughs> Yeah. What y'all think about these cities putting a, a cap on how old you can be to celebrate uh Halloween? I don't like that. I don't either. You better be looking at ain't out here robbing you. At least they just asking for candy. Unless they out there terrorizing other kids. Like cause when I was young, the big kids would come in and snatch our bags. Mm. 
Right. So if they doing that, then yeah. But if they just out trick-or-treating just to get candy, let them get the candy. Right. My son out trick-or-treating right now. <laughs> yeah, what costume is he wearing, Didi? <laughs> he ain't even wear his costume now. I was like, you're not going to wear your costume? He's like, no. I was like, y'all lame. <laughs> but he went to a Halloween party this weekend as a 70s guy. Yeah, that was funny. He won the dance contest. Okay. Your son got a, got a little boo? No, he said no. I'll be trying to catch him. I thought Gabby was his girlfriend, but he's talking about no. I'm like, okay, whatever. Whatever. All right, y'all. So, and y'all better not disrespect my candy on this one. What's the nasty? I don't want to hear candy? no judgment. I don't want to hear no judgment. I don't want to hear no. no slander. None of that. No slander on candy corn because it's the goat. I got a four pound bag in my cabinet. Don't do it. You can have your candy corn and I'm going to have my peanut butter kisses in the orange and black wrappers. Oh, that's my favorite wow. Halloween. Now that's some old nasty ass I don't candy. even know if I've had a peanut butter kiss before. In the orange and black wrappers? Nah, I ain't never mm -hmm. had that before. Oh, those are my favorite. I love them at Halloween time. Mm -hmm. Downs, black licorice is the worst candy ever made. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Circus peanuts. Oh, I never had. I don't eat marshmallows. <laughs> circus peanuts. What's circus peanuts? Them orange, <laughs> the orange candy that's shaped like a peanut. And it's marshmallow. You ain't never mm -hmm. had a circus peanut. Nah, I don't eat that. I, I know what you're talking about now. I don't eat that. I don't know it because I don't know what that is. I, it, 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 I don't know. I, oh. It's been so long. I've tried it, but it's been so many years because. Jasmine, don't do that. Candy corn is the goat. I don't really mean it, it. It didn't take. I don't. It didn't taste like a peanut. It didn't <laughs> like. It don't taste like peanut butter. So I just felt like it was a waste. But um, black licorice by far to me is the worst thing yeah. you could ever eat in your life. Well, I'll take it further with the black licorice. The what is it called? Good and plenty. Okay. The black licorice inside of it is the hard candy now, and the inside is black yeah. licorice. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Anything black that is horrible. It tastes like medicine. Yes, that's bad. Black that's bad. licorice. I hate Three Musketeers. I think it's such what? a waste. Almond joy. I mean, I don't really eat, but that ain't that ain't black licorice. I can, I can. Yes, black licorice is probably the top, the top one. I think I almond joy is because I hate coconut. I don't mind almond coconut. joy. I hate mounds. I think people who eat mounds are like serial killers. <laughs> coconut is just horribly disgusting. Mounds is better than almond joy. What? Mounds got the nuts in them. Almond joy got the nuts in them. Mound is just the coconut with chocolate. Oh, mounds is just a okay. Uh, Clearly, I don't really eat either one of them. Yeah, um, anything with coconut is a no for me. Mm -mm. Let me see. I don't really do peppermint patties. Oh no, I'm not eating that. Oh no, I'm not doing no peppermint patties no. either. I um, I messed my tooth up as a kid on sugar babies. <laughs> they not nasty, good, but they gonna mess your teeth up. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna give it to you. Now, as a kid, candy corn. I was like, oh no. But Debbie had got some a couple weeks ago. So I was like, man, maybe I'm tripping. Let me try this out. And so I ate it. I was like, this ain't bad. Like, I was like, I thought this was horrible when I was a kid. I'm like, this is actually decent. Like, 
I actually ate some. Like, I love candy corn. Do you I eat the little pumpkins, Didi? No. I don't no. like Trina, who I eats like that? Candy corn. Yeah, I don't want the pumpkin. <laughs> that's, that's a bit much. And then, what is them? I don't even know what them candies are, right? But they come in a black and orange wrapper. Y'all remember them? I don't that's my favorite. That's what she's talking about. That nasty-ass candy. That's don't nobody favorite. eat that, Trina? Right. That's that's what, 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 what is it? <laughs> It's know. peanut butter. That is not peanut butter. It's in a different form, but it's peanut butter. It's not <laughs> peanut butter. That must be some. You That's know, old people candy. Those are my favorite. <laughs> that must those, be with peanut butter. <laughs> those and those and tootsie rolls are my favorite Halloween candy. Powdered peanut butter, like wick, like them things is horrible. Yeah, that, horrible. yeah, and that brown. Ugh. Oh, I'm just getting the taste in my mouth right now. Them things is horrible. I love them. That's the last bit of candy in the bucket. I, I don't know. Yeah, you be like, when people used to get them out, I'd be like, man. So now I'm, I'm one of those. I give out the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? I give out the, the Nestle Crunch Bars, the, the Twix, the Kit Kats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I give the, the Reese's Cups. I give out the good stuff. I just put I remember two as a kid, on my porch and put a sign that said, please take. Yeah, because I ain't, you know, I remember as a kid that junk Drina talking about it, you getting it. Like, man, I don't even want this. Like, that's going you in separate there. the candy and you put that over there in the trash pile. Y'all ever pile. been to a house that gave out like apples? Yep. <laughs> they give out yeah. apples yep. stuff. Apples, yeah. Oranges. Mm -hmm. Bag be heavy as shit. <laughs> all right y'all we about to move on into our main topics and this week we are going to start with our question of the week because since y'all want to be on there with this dumbass list with y'all single asses where did you go on the first date with the person you dated the longest I answered this in my apartment when I had an apartment. That's mm. what it is, the Mary Jane candies. That's what they call. That's what they call. Ain't yeah. nobody eating that. <laughs> Ain't nobody eating that Drina. Not even I love them. Only you, Drina. Drina, you <laughs> are the fine. only person <laughs> that's eating them nasty candies. Ain't I can't wait for Halloween to come around for me to get them because I love them. <laughs> um, so. The longest, so caveat to this, right? So what made me is that I was like, hmm, I don't really know anybody that, I don't have any friends that's like, yo, I went to Roof Chris and that's the longest person I've been with or any type of, you know, upscale restaurant. So most of my friends are like, it's been a fluke, right? It's been some type of whim date that they had. And that's the person that they end up being with the longest. So I'm like, huh? And I thought about it. I'm like, okay, the people that my first dates where I went to some fancy restaurant or I spent a lot of money, that typically was the only date that we went on, honestly. Mm. Um, and so I'm like, the people that I went on dates that was like cheap in the whim, those are the ones that I went on multiple dates. But my longest was the mall. Um, Didi may know this mall, Christiana Mall in Delaware. Um, I ain't never been to Delaware. Okay, I ain't, I ain't know it because it, it's probably about an hour and maybe some change from you. If 
from where you stay. So that's why I figured maybe you know from where I'm from. Yeah, where you from? I ain't got um, money like that to go to Delaware when I was in Philly. I know, but I'm just I'm saying, right, maybe an hour, 45 minutes away. Anyways, so <laughs> me and when me and Debbie first started talking, that's where we would meet up at, Christiana Mall. And so we would meet up at Christiana Mall, we'll grab a bite to eat, and we would just walk around and talk. And so that's where we, our first date was. So nothing fancy, nothing crazy. It was literally like, hey, I want to see if the connection that we have, you know, talking to each other matches. And that was our whole goal of really linking up. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about anything. Once again, it circles back to that point of if you're really interested in someone, it it's not going to matter unless, like I said, maybe you're allergic, you know, some type of reaction, something that you totally don't like, right? I feel like that's the only time it's really going to make a difference. Um, other than that, no, because that was the first date. What? The second date was the same place. Third date, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and watched Philly and Dallas play each other. Um, right? Like, real chill dates. Like, yeah. Like normal people. Normal yeah. people. And, 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 and that's the person I have been with the longest. And we're married. I, I feel like we just have to stop having those expectations. So, yes, my longest, I mean, my shortest dating time frames have been the dates that I spent the most money. My longest, typically multiple dates, is where I spent the least amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, mine would be, and of course, living in Gulfport, Mississippi, you, you were limited <laughs> up until recently. You were limited on what you could do, especially as like young, like before you could get to the casino or anything. So when they put a brand new movie theater, like oh, we was popping because not only was it a movie theater, but they had a restaurant to sit down, like a little, like you could get right the regular concession stand, but you can get like burgers and wings and all of that. So what? Mine, which one is that? Cinemark. Y'all came up in the world. <laughs> Dee, I'm tripping. Dee, I'm thinking she out here like us where they actually have um, servers and they bring well, food. They, food have one, I'm they do in Biluxi now. They, do, they do now in Biloxi. They have one now in Adrian and Biloxi and they bring you drinks and everything for your seat. Okay. Got um, right. right. Oh. But oh. my third... It was, um, we went to the movies, we ate, and then we went to the movies, and then we went and sat back out in a little eating area, and we talked for however long, and that was, you know, just to the movies. Easy, simple, normal. Mine was to my apartment. Yeah, so. I cooked, we watched TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I and Agent now that you mentioned that any guy that I went on a date with that spent a lot of money, I have never talked to them again. That's what I'm saying. It's typically so and, and this is ladies, please listen to me. If a guy takes you and I mean willingly takes you like it's his idea, he's usually overcompensating for something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I went to those ridiculous places because that's what the women wanted me to do. It was never my idea. And once I realized, like, oh, first off, your attitude stink. 
and I'm not going on second dates with these people. I got to switch it up because once again, if somebody is really trying to get to know you, if you go bowling, right? Like, oh, let's go bowling. You're going to be happy with that. You're going to be cool with that. And you're going to have fun because some people say, oh, I want to do some activities. Okay. We go indoor rock climbing. If you're interested in that person and you're, you like to do activities, right? You're going to go. It's not going to be about, oh, where he takes me to eat or your pocket counting to see how much money he spends on you. It's nope. all about the quality of time that he spends with you to get to know you. Like, right, because talk you're about saying it. that the women wanted you to take them to these places because they're trying to figure out what you got. Yeah. Right. It was, it was all about to get- figure out what I had and it, it was it was superficial. It was never about me as a person. It was about okay, what you have and what you're willing to spend on me. Mm. And, and see, I, the reverse of that is men wanting to take women out to expensive restaurants as to show what they have, trying to brag and, and you know flaunt their money. Yeah, right. But my thing <clears> is, <throat> this, like, if you really like her and you do that on the first dates. How do, how do you up yourself, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that you're going to have to continue to do because there's yeah. an expectation that you've set, like, is that I'm taking you to five-star restaurants. You've set that precedent. So now when you're like, let's go to Chipotle or whatever, right? <laughs> I don't want to Chipotle. Like, I can get that myself, you know? Yeah. Because I've done that. So let me, let me say this. I've dated someone where it's like, when it was on me, we was going to these nice restaurants. If it was on her... Then she was going to Chipotle. She was going to Chick-fil-A. She was going and getting me these these cheaper restaurants. But when we went mm-hmm. out, you know, and spend hundreds of dollars. Just try. Right? Now, now we need to go and check out this new restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, and I understand like the first date, you know, you saying get to know somebody. But fellas, if you are liking a girl. And you want to see if she likes you and y'all have been talking for a minute, hit her up and be like, oh, I gotta go run some errands today. You want to ride with me? If a woman likes you, she going wherever you want her to go. You could be going sit at the tire shop. Okay, I'm coming with you. Like, come pick me up. Let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> like if, if a woman really likes you, it's pretty much you can name anywhere that's safe. And she'll be like, okay, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be in your school. Sir, right? Like, like, I don't care. Yeah, these chicks crazy, child. I don't, I don't know. They a little off. So, as Drina put it, f that list. What characteristics sh- characteristics should you avoid in a relationship? That won't go to <laughs> cheesecake factory. My thing is like. You want somebody to take you to Cheesecake Factory. Is he rude to the waitress? I mean, you don't want to go there, but like you can go to a five-star. Is he rude to the wait staff or is he rude to other women or is he even nice, like just speaking? Like, does he even ask you questions about yourself? These are things you need to, those are red flags. Not, Mm. oh, he didn't take me to a five-star restaurant. Right. It's the same thing. I was watching um one of the other podcasts last night with Cheryl. I forgot. I think All Things Undone is her name of her podcast. And um, the ladies were in the comments talking about, you know, no, height does matter. Height. Do- I'm like, why? Why does height matter that much? Like, 
does, is, does height determine if somebody has good character? Does it matter? Does it determine if they have if they have leadership skills? Does it determine if they are good with finances? Like, if you're five three, why does he have to be six feet tall? Why? That'd this be is my thing. That'd be my thing. You five, you five two. You want somebody six foot for what? Why do it matter? Like the dating pool is already slim. It's the black men that you say you want, and then you want to minimize even more by wanting an even smaller pool of men over six feet tall. Like that's crazy. Yeah. I which is kind of weird. I'll be honest. If I was six four, I wouldn't want nobody five two. I'm not finna be hurting my back bending over all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like somebody that come to your stomach? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's that's me. I, I, mm. I don't know. But yeah, I think a lot, I think a lot of women, like especially women with the list, like Adrian said. And Didi said they have women who are like, oh, I want to see what I can get. Like, what what does he have that I can get from it? And they're not worried about, is he even a nice person? Like, do I even want to be around him like this? This dude could be lame as hell. I might not even want to have a conversation with him. But, right. well, he took me to Ruth Chris. So, I mean, that means something. <laughs> he dropping bread on me. He tall, but he beat bitches. Right. Right. <laughs> so he cussed out. He cussed out everybody in the restaurant. He ain't even got leave a personality tip. like Frankenstein. You know what I'm saying? He took it to the but did he leave a tip? Girl, no, he ain't tipped the people. What? <laughs> now, if I go out, somewhere, I don't care what we go. We go to Waffle House, and you don't leave a tip, oh, nigga. No. What? Oh, no, it's a wrap. Nope. Mm -mm. And speaking of that, so do you think modern women have ruined their chances of being dated seriously? I think when they come up with lists like that, yeah. <laughs> if they aren't open to um, different experiences and different opportunities, I think people go into it, women go into it with too many expectations. And a lot of, like the example Adrian gave, expectations they don't even want to live up to. This man taking you out to all these restaurants you want to go to and you want to give him Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, like, a lot of times people really, social media really, they just be on here talking. Because a lot of times these women are literally dating and sleeping with the very man that they say they wouldn't talk to. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, what are you talking about? Your baby daddy? Are they, are they single and ain't nobody hollering at them anyway? Right. Like, ain't been on no dates. <laughs> ain't been on no dates. So... Happy, you ain't been on no date. This dude just coming to the house, knocking you off, and going home. Cut it out. Yeah, it, it's too many. Um, like people, like the list. People just coming up with all these hypothetical things, and they're not even talking about any real life situations that they have going on. Like I would never date a man, girl. Ain't nobody checking for you. What? <laughs> you be on Facebook airing out your baby daddy every day. Ain't nobody coming date you. <laughs> It was crazy how the little young chick was on a Hear Me Out podcast, T-Springs. And I was so appalled that she was she was talking about the list. She's only 28 years old. And she was like, no, don't take me to other places either. Take me to the club. I was like, say what now? Wait, wait, what? 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 Tell me, yeah, that's a vibe. We could dance. And he was like, well, how are you going to get to know 
I can get to know what kind of music he likes and dance. I was like, oh my God, this is bad. This is bad. Like these, uh, these young chicks, like, but this is what I talk about all the time when men be looking at me like I'm crazy when I say, y'all don't require a lot from women when they're young. The only requirement is to be cute and have a big ass. And then y'all wonder when y'all ready to settle down why that's all they think they need to bring. Like y'all didn't require nothing. What you mean what we bring to the table? The same shit y'all been valuing these last 10, 15 years. What we need to bring? Why we need more now? This all you've been liking? Just saying. <clears throat> Sexy red is a prime example. <laughs> I don't dance, but I know how to fuck. That's what she said. crazy. I don't know. I don't think this generation is um it's doomed. It's doomed. <laughs> but for the next topic, I have a video. Uh oh. Um, I think Adrian shared this one. And it was crazy how they was going back and forth. Um Jay Craig said Adrian, where's your uh costume? He brought man from the fifth floor. Don't try me. Do not try me. So the video, the question for the video is, is a man not a man if he goes 50-50 with his woman? Let's watch the video. I thought it was a good, a great dialogue, actually. Out here. And you talking about, oh, I'm not a man if I'm going 50-50 with my woman. Mm. It's hard, brother. Mm. You sitting up here, your nice house, your nice jewelry, nice cars. Oh yeah, man. You you gotta you gotta be you gotta do a hundred percent. How? Mm. How, brother? Mm. If I'm making fourteen dollars an hour, what you what you expect? Mm. You know, you still on there. Oh yeah, man. A hundred percent. You're not a man. You're not a man. How? I'm still working. Mm. I'm still providing, right? Mm. So what makes me not a man? Because mm. I'm going fifty fifty with my woman. Mm. Mm. And brother, I applaud you because I understand that it is hard out here, but we are men. So we have to go hard dirt. I'm not saying or trying to speak down to you, my brother, by any means necessary. I'm not. But I want you to be reminded of something that our fathers didn't teach us, that we must go hard and that we shouldn't get into a relationship with a woman until we have direction. But who are you to say that? A person that cares, a person that loves you, a person that's been in your shoes and understands how it feels when we can't give our family what they truly deserve. We have to go hard. Now, give me one moment. I've been in your shoes. And when I was in your shoes, I stayed in my lane. I lived where I lived. My woman didn't work. She nurtured to the children till I got this. And I'm trying to give you the, the, the cheat code. Do what you need to do so you can feed your woman. And while she's nurturing the children, she can also nurture your dreams and your goals. Now you can be successful. Now you don't have to say, I'm working for $15. Now you can say, I got employees that I'm paying that's working for me for $15. I'm trying to elevate you. But men get so caught in their emotions and their pride. And the first thing you want to do is feel attacked. Get the wisdom. This is coming from a rich man. But right now, this you're coming from a rich man. But right now, you're but this is coming from a rich man. How do I get here? Yeah. 
But how do I give you? And I'm giving you the steps. This is if you put down your ego, if you put down your pride, brother. Am I saying anything wrong? I'm saying men should be men. But you saying we're not men. You saying we not men, brother. Any man that makes an excuse can't be a man completely. Oh. You can be a male. A man comes with responsibilities. And it's hard. To be a man, it's hard, brother. It's not easy. That's why the respect you want from your woman that you don't get, I get from mine. You know, my woman respect me. Hold on, hold on. My woman respect you me. Think she respects my you. woman respect me. You think she yeah, respects right, brother. you. Yeah, you yeah, think right, she Has she ever raised her voice at no, you? No, no. Does she cook for you every night, Of brother? course. So she respects you, cooks for you every night. Does she clean the house? Of course. She cleans the house and you got her working 16 hours a day. Hmm. You, oh, mm, hmm. Hmm, that sounds like slavery. No, it's not. Brother, you got her cooking every I night. I don't have her doing anything. She does it because she wants to. We in the trenches together. The trenches together? That's what we in. Brother, do you know anything about emotional abuse? Explain it. Emotional abuse is when you pour all your hurt and pain onto a woman and just because you can't see her scars, mm. you think it's okay. If I had a conversation with your woman, she'll probably start crying. They tired. They not built to go through what they, they going through with you. She didn't choose you to struggle. But again, who are you to say that? Brother, a brother that loves you. And again, I'm trying to give you the cheat code. If you put yourself in a position, right, you work. If you have to get two jobs. If you have to get two jobs, you grind, allow your woman to do what she does in the home. If you have a business idea, you have her nurture that, hey, baby, it's going to be a little hard for the next two years. But if we move like this, we're going to be good. You keep saying, who am I to tell you this? A man that's been in your position, a man that has risen above your circumstances. And I'm coming back down to say, this is what you do. You're not a man until you move like this. Most males will die, never experience what it feels to be a man and to be complete respected by his women and children because he didn't step into that true king place. Brother, it's hard. I understand. It's difficult. I but understand. Do you understand, though? Brother, Do you understand? Brother, if I didn't understand, I would There's no be way possible you could understand. Oh, crazy. No way. Why? That brother was preaching. <laughs> and the other one was mad. That male ego is something else. Oh, he wanted to swing on that man. Mm -hmm. And it was so sad that he couldn't receive like what he was trying to say to him. When you in survival mode, everything feel like an attack. <clears throat> I, I think it, it was a great. So, you know, of course, I sent that to you guys because I thought it was a great conversation. Um, one thing that I definitely stand on, and I think we've talked about this before, is if you're not ready to be in a relationship, whether that's mentally or financially, hey, leave that woman alone. Mm -hmm. You know, some men don't have it together financially to really date um and really court a woman and if that's if that's you stay where you at leave her alone and he was what he was just telling him was get yourself together we've talked about mm -hmm. this right get yourself together and when you ready to date and court a woman correctly then do so mm -hmm. that's the basis of all he was saying you know and he's like oh my woman do this and do that you're lying you're lying you're <laughs> 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 lying i'm sorry 
He lying because what what he say? I make fourteen dollars an hour. And come on now, mm. come on now, y'all. Y'all know mm. fourteen. What fourteen dollars an hour gonna do? Because that ain't taking care. Yeah. Of family. That is not taking care of a family. I'm sorry, we know that. That is not. And and this one and this a difference if you're making fourteen dollars an hour and she making a lot of money and she cool like all right we I got it until you can get yourself but y'all why we both got to be in the trenches yeah no why you want me why you want me in the trenches with you right mm -mm. that's and and then he he was trying to make a point when he was like so she working sixteen hours a day taking care of the house taking care of the kids. And you think she respect you? And she got to go 50-50? Oh, okay. She ain't never raised her voice yet. All right. Right. Because, yeah. I mean, hey, unless, you know, I, I just can't see it like you. Because y'all got a family. That's, what is $14 an hour going to do? 40 hours a week. <laughs> Not much. What's that like five, six hundred dollars a week? I'm not even I'm not even um willing to calculate that. Nope. That's like I'm sorry. I, I got to. I gotta it might not even be 25, it might be like 22, 23. That's $560 a week. And we know you pay taxes. Man, so what? That's about 380. I'll be in the corner crying. A week? Don't play with me. Come on, now. Mm -mm. And you, that lady done raised her voice a couple times. Right. I think a lot of, so making $14 an hour. So I've worked jobs where I've made, like, you know, starting out, like a, a amount of money like that, but that's me and then providing for my children. I'm not gonna have no man come in making that amount of money and put up with his shit. No, I'm taking care. I'm I'm at peace like this. Like I'm trying to up myself to make more money, but you think I want to come dead? Uh-uh. No. Yeah, Debbie, but definitely public assistant. Listen, I'm gonna need you to go get yourself. Yeah. If you're making fourteen dollars an hour, you and you got a family, you got kids, right? A, a woman yeah. making fourteen dollars an hour with a couple kids, you're receiving public assistance. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. So for you to be like, I made $14 an hour and I have a family. Mm. He said that with confidence. She respect me, she do this. Do Well, maybe, because, you know, of course he didn't say what she did. Maybe she, you know, maybe she make money. I don't know, child. I don't know. Well, I have a question for the men because you know I like to go on to different platforms with people that I don't agree with all the time, and I will always make sure when I find a post and I know the source of it, I give them credit. So I don't want y'all to think it's my thoughts. So the next topic, which is the title of the show, is. Are black men each other's biggest enemy? And I'm going to read a post from a woman named Nico Cherie. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with her. But um, she wanted to talk about Russell Wilson. 
And this is what her post says. It starts off as, Russell Wilson is a simp. This is a common statement I hear about the doting husband, father, and professional athlete. No one is more of an enemy to black men than black men. You ridicule, emotionally beat down, harass, name call, use derision, abuse, lie on, humiliate, harm, attack, and even kill other black men. Yet you believe that your high suicide rates, depression, poor health from stress and drug use is because of the white man and black women wanting financial security. Maybe Sierra isn't the reason his game is off. Maybe, just maybe, the constant and relentless attack on him as a black man is breaking him. But you don't care how you treat other black men. You don't care that his children are watching, but expect the world to make room for and respect you. Maybe he loves Sierra because, like most black women, she is a safe space and encourager when other black men don't give a fuck about him, only what they can get from him. Before you ask me to change my content, you should look at your character. Shout out to Russell Wilson because he balled out this week. Um, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, yes, and he did, did his thing. Um, so shout out to Russell Wilson. Um, Y'all know how I feel about this. Um, I do not like the narrative around uh, Russell Wilson. You know, all dudes consider him a cornball, but then in the same breath, they will say that, I would like my daughter to date someone like that, right? So why is that corny then? If you would want your daughter to date somebody like Russell Wilson, why is that considered corny? And why isn't a future considered corny? Because I feel mm -hmm. like future can, you know, manipulate women with his money. Um, I feel like, you know, if future didn't have the money that he had, then he wouldn't have been able to get a Sierra, you know, because a lot of people say, well, Russell Wilson couldn't get a Sierra without the money. Well, first off, when they first met, if people realize and remember, Future made more money than Russell Wilson did. Russell Wilson didn't get that payday until after he met Sierra, if people remember correctly. So um, I, I just I don't like the fact that people call him corny because he's a family man and he take care of his, his kids and, you know, and his wife and a kid that's not even his. And then people act like Sierra is, you know. Like she's damn as good because she had a kid before they got before they met. Like she wasn't Sierra, right? Yeah. Did she did she date a couple guys? Yeah, she dated a couple guys. Who cares? So what? Right? So you know what I'm saying? Everybody everybody has dated frogs or whatever you want to call it. You know right. what a man has dated before he met the woman you know that he's with. You know what I'm saying? That's called growth. That's called life. So we can't sit here and look at her like, oh, she did this and she did that blah 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 no she realized who she was dating and she's like yo i want this type of man that's gonna be there for me look out for me and treat me the way i'm supposed to be treated point blank period like and if that's corny then i guess i'm corny too i think that self-hate has done a number on our community and the black men in our community i feel like to, uh, to think about a man wanting to be with a woman that already has one child, even though that woman they feel like has a past, that is like asinine to them because they've never seen it. Like a lot of these men come from households where their mama wasn't married or she may have had multiple baby daddies or, you know, they didn't see anybody stepping in to do that for them or to like save their mom or save them from whatever or to be a provider for them. 
So they think that it can't happen. And whenever they do see it happening, like, oh, that nigga pussy like it. That's the only reason he doing that. It's, so I really think that it's just it's crazy to me yeah yeah i'm gonna read another uh take on this that she responded to the antithesis of it um on why black men support the opposite of future she said but you support r kelly the reason why is because he doesn't make you feel inefficient he shows you that as flawed as he can be he can still get what he wants in life and that's what you want no accountability Russell makes you feel accountable and you hate him for that. And, I, and, I, and I'm going to also say black men are so hypocritical when it comes to this because in the same breath, they promote and they tout the passport bros. These same men that they claim women don't want because of the same thing that Russell Wilson is. Successful, got plenty of money, don't have a whole bunch of baby mamas. The same cornballs that they say women don't want are the passport bros. So what's the difference between, between them and Russell Wilson? The difference is Russell can get a Sierra and they asses can't. Right. But now, now he a cornball? That's why I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the narrative. You know what I'm saying? This is who we should be looking at as an example of saying, okay, this is a guy that take care of his family, take care of his kids. He loves his wife and he's publicly loving his wife loving on her. These are the things that we should look at as examples. But yet because he quote unquote took a woman, well, he was married before and he was corny for who he was with. And I guess because of her looks and then now you able to pull a Sierra is because, you know, you have all this money. Right. And like you said, Russell Wilson would would be without the money. He would be what you would probably call passport, bro, how they're looked at. So. It, it, it's, it's just sad the way we look at men that are stand-up men, and, and but we idolize someone that has multiple baby mamas. And I mean, that's just across the board. We, we, we looked at, you know, how Cam Newton is, right? He has sure. not committed to none of the women. Um, this is be his third baby mama. And he has what? This is going to be his eighth child. Mm -hmm. Like, ridiculous. What? But this is this is who, you know, who we look at as old? Oh, he the man. He he's he the guy. Him. And they, if, why people hate LeBron James? I don't know. I, I I still don't know. I don't I don't know that either. People can't stand LeBron. Right. And, like and sometimes you know what, Diddy? I think it's because when you look at someone like LeBron, then you have to go look yourself in the mirror and mm -hmm. say, "I'm inadequate." Yep. And, and you have to look at yourself and say, there is a there is a group of people, men that can be successful, be faithful, have a family and do things a different way. I don't have to be this way. Yeah. But then you, you'll have people who are like the future type of people. And they be like, oh, so you think LeBron faithful? You think he ain't never cheated on his wife? Because, I mean, and I think LeBron doesn't fit that, that status quo because of what he comes from, right? So it's like, it's totally different. That's just, And, and this right. is the reason why I feel like no one really hates on Steph is because, you know, he came from, quote, unquote, that typical family. Um, 
you know, you you can't expect Steph to live the life that he lives, right? But you look at LeBron, like he's from the hood. Like you don't expect LeBron to live the life that he he has lived, where he has not been publicly like, oh, this cheater and all of these different things. He's been with his day one, you know, since high school, no issues, no situations, right? And it's like, all people look at like, nah, ain't no way. You know, everybody, ain't no way. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way he love her like that. Yep. Wow. It's just sick that, that black men really think that every single black man cheats. Every single black man got like a whole side chick, a whole nother thing. Like, that's how conditioned they are. Well, hold up. I think is they they feel like any man that can have who they want doesn't cheat. That I mean, part. Cheats. That part. But I, I think I think for I don't think they really ever mentioned that I haven't really heard anybody mention Steph. And I think that has to do with like a colorism type thing. I think they see him as a cornball because he light skin. Like he's Steph Curry because he's shooting ball. But like I think when it comes to looking at looking at you got to think about the colorism part of it. Because when they look at Steph, they're like, uh, I don't even think he on the radar as a black man. They're not even looking at them as a black family. I mean, except for whenever they want to trash Aisha Curry. But um, like LeBron, yeah, I think he, they looking at him a whole different way. And for them, for people to even say, you know, you think he never cheated. If he did, she, ain't nobody ever came out and said oh. nothing. Let me well. Let me ask you this: Since we're talking about Steph too, do you think it's because typically, you know, when you look at it, right? Women, black women, black women don't really look at Steph like, oh, he's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, black women don't really look at it now. Them others, they they eyeballing them heavy. Yeah. But you know, you don't really see black women like, oh, he's so fine. Oh, he did, you know what I mean? Like he ain't really got that type of love on that 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 side. So do you think that could be probably part of it as well, too? I don't think we look at LeBron like that either. Oh, we don't think he's fine either. I don't think But I think um, yeah, but I ain't never heard nobody say Steph was fine. That's no. right. I ain't never heard nobody say LeBron was fine. I know some women who think he handsome because really? that whole—I don't know. I mean, I don't, but I don't think I've ever in my life heard nobody say, "Ooh, LeBron James fine." Never. Okay, I don't know. I get I never. Definitely ain't heard nobody say Russell Wilson was fine. Huh? I think mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is handsome, and it's weird to me. Cause I got a friend that look that look like him, and I'm like, Ugh, so, so do you think that it's the it's the bad boy edge? Because now that I'm thinking about it, right? Chris Paul, same thing. Nobody ever say anything, mm-hmm. but now Carmelo, you know. Oh yeah, you've heard women like, oh he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's handsome. AI? Oh he's fine. Yeah, fine now. But you know you. But I think about these soup. You know, quote unquote. I don't. You know. Marshawn Lynch, but you know that this walk the straight line. You know what I'm saying. Never really heard anything about them being out there in the streets. Like yeah. you don't really hear women like, "Oh, he fine." You know what no. I'm saying? Those ball players. It's no. yeah, yeah. It's it's no. the mellows and you know the yeah. Well, <laughs> the you know the ones you heard out there in the streets, heavy. 
you know, it's a, it's back like in the day, like they used to love magic. The, the women's love magic back in the day. It's, I think it's a fine line because if you're talking about like bad boy, like especially in the NBA, like I ain't never heard nobody say Kevin Garnett was fine, but he was like to me ultimate trash talker, like always doing something. But um, I think it does have have something to do with like that that edge. Because I mean, if you look at whenever um Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James was together. I feel like I only heard women say how fine Dwayne Wade was. And then they would talk about Yeah, then like his lifestyle started. Hold up, it changed when he retired. That's when it changed. But when he was playing, they loved him. I love it's not it's not because he retired, it's because we got exposed to his lifestyle. Like that's what I'm saying. When he was playing, we never we seen what we thought he was. It wasn't until after he retired. Where you seen it, it seemed like man, yeah. kind of little alternative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when he was playing, he never showed us this side. Yeah, no, he didn't. And we was like, whoa. Right. <laughs> oh, you can oh, you can show toenails painted? Oh, okay. <laughs> that was that was the first thing I saw. I was like, you get your toenails painted. Now wait a minute. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> now we gotta visualize her eating your groceries, sir. <laughs> visualization. Lord have mercy, Dwayne Wade. Listen, okay, so we didn't, this was not on the list, but we're talking about, Didi said that about eating groceries. We're talking about NBA play. Um, Dwight Howard. <laughs> not, not to talk about that, but I heard on the radio this morning, I know y'all listen to the Brooklyn Club sometimes. Did you ever hear about the injury that he had a few years back? It was supposed to be like a leg injury or something, and come to find out, somebody dug up the reports of like what the medical term was, and it was like something to do with his his butt, like it was a, a strain or something. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. like an NBA injury. Well, they they broke. I think you know you've seen it, but at the time, you know what I'm saying. Nobody really like questioned it or dug into it to where now it's like everything hitting the fan. That's just like when um Kobe was going off on him. And and basically calling them, you know, punk ass, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you remember them videos where Kobe was going off on them, and you just like, but but at the time we thought it was just straight trash talk, right? Yeah. Like so soft, you know, you <laughs> so soft. Oh my god! You know? Now you like, oh, Kobe knew something we ain't know. That's why Kobe was, you know, calling him out, you know. Um, oh. So he said, "Don't worry about where he put his wood." It's his business. It's his business. It, it is his business. It is. It is his business. Ooh, child. That's a lot. That's a lot. All right, y'all. We got one more topic. Um, actually, you know what? Hold on. Yeah, we might have to. Jay Craig, I remember when Dwight Howard was your favorite player, but I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> You know, I was in a strip club one night with him in Atlanta. Anyway, um, would you date someone with a crazy ex or have you already? Mm. Mm. I would. I want to know why she's so crazy. (laughs) See, the toxicity of it all. See, Drina. No, I probably wouldn't. And I haven't dated I haven't dated anybody with a crazy ex, but I've witnessed people around me 
That was a girl. Her, her, something happened where he got arrested, the boyfriend. And every time his sister saw her from that point on, they beat her ass. <laughs> Damn. It wasn't like really him, but his sisters was going hard for him. Every time they seen that girl, they jumped up. Oh, I did date somebody with crazy ex. My ex-husband, his baby mom was crazy. Yeah, she was. She was. She was crazy. Yeah. Would you date somebody with a crazy ex? No. Have you? Yes. I mean, of course. At the time, I didn't know they had a crazy ex. That is no. That is an absolute no. Because someone with a crazy ex, man, they gonna be hating the whole time, and you don't. It's hard to know what's real and what's fake mm -hmm. um, because they're going to be hating. They're going to be telling you stuff that you don't even want to know. Then like, I was over there yesterday. Like, you know, and you like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It started, it started blurring the lines where you like, I don't know if he playing or he's serious. Yeah. And, and it just, it just too much. And you like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause crazy exes yeah. find out who they, who they dating. Cause they gonna, they gonna mess it up. And I ain't got time oh, yeah. for that. Yeah, I ain't got time. No, yeah. no. But my my ex husband's baby mom used to live with his mom, and she wouldn't go away. Mm. So she would bust in the room. We was in there. She didn't. She was crazy. Yeah, she was mm. crazy. That was a long time ago. Yeah, enjoy that, Edie. I ain't got time to date nobody with no crazy ex. Leave me alone. Go on back to him. I'm not doing it. Do you, boo? Do you? I'm not, I'm not doing it. And if and if they still that crazy, something's something ain't right in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, because then you gotta worry like, are they crazy or is he still dealing with her? Right. You know, and lying to it. So it's always too much going on. Yeah. Uh uh. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna go back to a topic that I skipped earlier. Um, I just became familiar with this guy the other day because it was all over social media. Named Keith Lee. Oh yeah. Well, he's a, I guess, a restaurant uh, critic, and apparently he went to review the old lady gang candy birds from Escapes Restaurant in Atlanta and. He didn't want to eat there anymore because he didn't think they were treating his family fair. They found out he was coming to eat and they gave him the special treatment. He was like, nope, I'm not even, I don't even want it no more. Let me go. So what has been your worst customer service experience at a restaurant? So for me anyways, typically, I mean, it has been in the major cities. And so I'm not even gonna say the restaurant because I don't even want to give him no type of love, hate anyways, nothing. But um, you go to the restaurant and they act like you're not there. Um, And it's like, it's rude, it's extremely rude. You know, the customer service is horrible. Um. And I don't know if it's they short staff. You, you try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they short staff. I don't really know. But it took like 45 minutes to an hour to even get like appetizers. It was just 
horrendous. Um, it was in Miami. Um, and and it was terrible. Um, so yeah, what's what's happening? What I think happening too is starting to happen too. Is some of these high priced our restaurants? Um, a lot of these people are going to them. So these little food critics, I know you got Keith Lee. He was doing it. It was another cat that was up in Baltimore. I can't even remember his name. And he was eating them restaurants up. And the people up here was was like, yep, I told y'all it was trash, this, that, and the third. And then I don't know if y'all know Chime Time. Um, he's he's pretty big as well, too. He did D.C. He ate D.C. up um, on, you know, their customer service and their food just being mid. But the prices be ridiculous. Um, you know, sometimes because maybe a rapper, you know, some celebrity has, you know, deemed this restaurant to be pretty cool. They run these prices up and now you go there and they extremely mid services mid and you extremely disappointed for what you, you know, spent your money on. And it's like, we have to do a better job of, you know, taking care of the customer. Like you can't have a place that it's a hundred dollars a plate and customer service is extremely mid. Right. Um, I've had that experience of trying to support quote unquote, a big restaurant and it was extremely mid and customer service was bad. And it's like, yeah, I would never do that again. We got to do better. Yeah. Um, another, so Keith Lee, he started this thing recently where he started going to different cities outside of Las Vegas, which is where he's from. And he did it first in New Orleans and he, he grades them on customer service, um, you know, taste the food amount, you know, the quality of it and the, uh, compared to the price. So another restaurant he went to in Atlanta was Little Baby Restaurant. And this to me was nuts. He called to make, because he's allergic to shellfish. Mm-hmm. They don't fry, they're they not frying shellfish separate from like, because <laughs> he can eat catfish. So they're not, they're not separating the grease. They're using the same grease. So he couldn't even eat food from them because he, you know, could possibly die so yeah i'm like how do you even how do you even do that as a restaurant but um he definitely was exposing the city of exposing the city of atlanta and ruffles some feathers and a lot of people are saying all you need to be a restaurant in atlanta is a green wall and um <laughs> the mimosa flights and you could be a restaurant but my uh worst restaurant is customer service we used to have um ruby tuesdays here before hurricane katrina and me and my cousin went it was like i'm for lunch we want during lunch and there was a black waiter and he just i don't know if he had i don't know what his deal was but i was being you know just being smart with him i gave him paid my money he gave my change back and like it was 21.98 so he owed me two pennies and i was like oh you didn't give me my pennies just joking with him and he threw them at me <laughs> and then he was like you know when he saw my reaction he was like oh i was just kidding i didn't throw those at you i'm like no nope. what <laughs> so yeah that was my worst experience that's uh, yeah that's crazy yeah but did you see candy's response from keith lee's review oh, no, yeah I and I, I feel I like didn't. she didn't really say nothing Passive aggressive. I didn't like that. What she said. Like, all she did was comment about people in the comments saying, um, 
asking why she didn't do to go orders on the weekend. Yeah. So apparently they weren't let they wouldn't let them do a to-go order or a pickup order. And then they told his family it was an hour wait. And then when they decided to leave, I think he went in there. When they saw him, they were like, Oh, we can get you a table, just give me five minutes. And he was like, How's it five minutes? And she's like, Oh, the, I called all the people on the list that were waiting and none of them answered. So we have one ready for you. Mm. So when Candy responded, she she was like, well, you know, my host, she did her job. You know, she said she called the people. They didn't an answer. So, you know, it just so happened we did have a table ready for him. Yeah, and I'm right. like, come on now, Candy. You did better not responding at all. Right. Yeah, it was it was very fake. It was state. It was terrible. Yeah, but then people was in the comments on her video saying, I don't know why she commented because we know she called him in to do the review. Um, yeah, right. so apparently he's, um, he said whenever he was trying to leave, they're like, we've been trying to get in touch with you. We wanted you to come and do a review. And he was like, you know, I'm, you know, that's from the whole timing thing or whatever. So they, he said people, people heard he was in Atlanta and they were reaching out to him. But oh. I guess they didn't know how he they didn't know that they just thought he was gonna walk in and be like, Oh, I'm ready to eat. But they didn't know he was sending his members of his family or his team to go get a table first to see how they were treated. Yeah, they getting these these reviewers are getting smart because they yeah. know, and that's how um because so I guess he seems to be a little bit bigger in the south. I know Chime Time has done Florida. Texas, and he's kind of come up here. Virginia, you know, D.C. Um, are, are some of the areas that he's really big in. So now, kind of like what you're saying is he he tries to order it ahead of time so they don't know that it's yeah. him and, you know, use like a different name or something like that. Then because yeah. they can't switch up the food, right? You come in to pick it up, it's ready. Now you get it, you know, so they won't put their best quote-unquote foot forward by yeah. knowing that it's him. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we know who you is. It's like, yeah, we finna do it crazy. But um, nah, man, I, I just feel like what what happens in our culture, so our with our restaurants, is more because of who has who has created the restaurant, or maybe this rapper, singer, or somebody went there and had a great experience. So yeah. now it's like we we going, and it's it's mid, right? Yeah, they don't do what they did for them with everybody that comes through the door. So yeah. it's not a consistent customer service. Whereas if you go to some restaurants and I use like anytime I've gone to Capitol Grill, I don't know if y'all ever go there. Like I love Capitol Grill. Um, customer service is immaculate. Um, food is great. You get treated the same way, you know, every time you walk through the door. Whereas some of these restaurants, it's like we know some little hood cats is coming in here. <laughs> And they ain't finna tip the way they gonna tip they should and this, that, and the third. So they don't treat everybody the same. Um, and that's a problem. But that's still a problem. Like, you treat everybody because you just never know. You never yeah. know. But, mm, I don't know, man. Some and, of these and they kinda, I was gonna say, and they, they kind of like, you go there, and no matter how bad the service is, they automatically put an 18% tip on whatever you're paying. So it's like, Yep. Like this is crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, he, he hit up a few different spots. 
like one place it was a breakfast spot they wanted to charge him a dollar for butter and they gave him like pancakes but they didn't give me yeah, the butter. They it. It was an extra, it was an extra dollar extra dollar for regular butter they yeah. didn't want to give you butter yeah hey man y'all restaurants better step y'all game up it's only so long that y'all can use your rapper connects and right you know people gonna start to see this you gotta treat everybody the same because then people realizing like oh i can go to this restaurant and i don't get treated like vip you should be treating everybody like vip exactly yeah i haven't heard any really good things about candy's restaurant every time i tried to go to waste just too long and i'm like no i'm not even doing it i heard it's trash i heard it's mid that's what i heard i heard it's mid it ain't too many good places in atlanta anyway to eat to be honest with you most of it was mid somebody said we need a keith lee for black hair salons (laughs) (laughs) thank you for airing them out because they be doing the most listen well, y'all, that's the last topic. Uh, what y'all got going on for the week? Anything coming up? Anything exciting? Just working on selling out the Gulf Coast Brunch Festival. We have two different tickets. We have general admission, and then we have VIB, very important brunchers. And we only have 24 of the VIB tickets left. So, and we are, we all, we probably like 10 days out so i think them gonna sell out before the general admission actually um so yeah just pushing to get that done that's what i got going on okay okay so you know i'm continuously corrupting minds um and doing team building exercises uh with different companies and different groups um one thing that i'm definitely working on now is the five keys to career development one thing that I wish somebody would have showed and taught me was how to advance in my career um, through mm-hmm. trial and, and triumph. You know, I learned. And so what I want to do is help people, you know, kind of going forward of my five keys of what helped me get to, you know, senior leadership, you know, within corporate America. So five keys to career development. I'm doing that. And also um, I'll be doing trainings on that. Um, and I'll be speaking on the different keys. So, yeah, I got a lot of things that's kind of in development. Maybe this this little girl got me in my bag a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little inspired. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So that's what I'm, I'm working on. And like I said, other than that, just kind of, you know, staying busy with, with my trainings and stuff like that. Okay, okay, yay, baby girl got you turned up. Yeah, let's I go. I mean, Adrian, you should be inspired. I mean, what can you do? You delivered a whole baby. Right. What else can you what can he not do? <laughs> Didi, what you got coming up? Uh Saturday, I was uh shoot last week, but then I moved to Saturday. I'm doing a um RB video shoot, so in Atlanta. We'll see how that goes. Should be fun. Um, and then I'll be promoting starting next week. My winter coat drive will be coming up January 13th in my hometown, Bristol, Pennsylvania. So we're starting to collect coats for the kids and adults that may need a coat for the winter. Uh, and I think that's all I got for right now. Didi, what was the, um, cause I don't, maybe I don't remember you if you talked about it or not. 
or if you had a chance, the movie um, that we saw the previews to. Can you talk about oh, a little well, bit of that? Film, yeah. Um, yeah. They are actually doing the editing now. Um, I actually just spoke with my acting coach, who is Selena Austin. She does. She has a lot of connections with like the short film festivals, the independent film festivals and stuff. So they're going to try to get it into that. I'm not sure when they'll be finished with it, but it shouldn't be long because it's just a short film. But it was an amazing experience. I'm glad I did it. Um, they 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 pulled it out of me. <laughs> Tell you that much. It is not easy evoking emotion on a set when you just because you know it's not real. So as you got to dig deep for that stuff. But it was a great script, um, great actors, and I was excited to be the leading lady. So I'll be happy for when that comes out. It's called My Brother's Reaper. My Brother's Reaper. Okay, okay. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming up, y'all. It's going to be an exciting run. Can't wait to see. All right. Oh, then, of course, you know, the Coral Queen podcast, new episode airing on Thursday. Uh, My boy Trevor Springs will be my guest this week, so y'all know he about to cut the (laughs) <laughs> yes so we're about to do that and uh that's about all i got um y'all we appreciate y'all for coming in in the comments and hanging out with us on this halloween night um and we would love for you guys to donate to the breaking barriers podcast if you would like for us to keep creating content our cash app is scrolling across the bottom of the screen um shout out to our media group i am woe media group uh, the Black with No Chaser Internet Radio app, BWNC. We will be on tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So download the app, BWNC. Uh, you can listen to this episode, the audio version, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. Also, if you are not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go and subscribe, like this episode, comment, share it with your people, let people know about the Breaking Barriers podcast. And if you want to be a guest on the show, please let us know. Send us an inbox, DM, however you want to reach out to us. And come on and talk some shit with us, y'all. We appreciate y'all. If y'all got candy, don't eat too much of it. Y'all y'all don't eat too much candy. Don't get no cavities. Don't have them dentists all in business and stuff. Nah, y'all go out there, have fun with the kiddos, and uh, be safe. And we will holler at y'all next week, next Tuesday. Peace out, y'all. Oops, that's the value.